You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Hello, welcome to Amateur Tarot Pod, the only podcast where two non-mystical hosts use the power of tarot to answer your questions. For entertainment purposes only. That person who's in compliance with what I assume to be some sort of regional law is Ben Noble. And that person is Brian. We'll see if he complies. We'll see. TBD. We are the hosts of this show as every week. Yeah. We're still here. Heard it before. Absolutely nothing has changed. And if you're listening for the first time, Buckle up, because this is all you're getting. And on this show, we do the same thing every single week. We draw... Well, first we get a question. So after you send us your questions, we then take one of those questions and we draw three cards. Three tarot cards, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not those, like playing cards. Those are... Or credit cards. Completely. Or we draw three credit cards. Credit cards are kind of magic. In some ways, yes. Like you can walk into a place and without exchanging any of your own money, walk out with uh, a new TV. Yeah. We take three credit cards and we put a lot of purchases on them to make you feel better about your problems now. And then in the future, you get billed for those problems. So, and then your problems compound. When you get to the outro, you're going to hear us give an address. Just send your three credit cards and we'll answer your question. Yeah. But what would we do if we had a different type of card? Okay, well, if we had tarot cards, what we would do is we would draw three of them. And in the order that we drew them, they would indicate the recent past, the current actions, and the future 100% money back spiritual goal guaranteed outcome for entertainment purposes only outcome. Sounds like we're really nice people. Like we're really doing something good for the world. I think so. I yeah. think... This program is a public service. We should be recognized more. We should be getting some of that NPR money. Yes. Whatever happened to the money that we got from the telethon that we did two years ago? Well, Brian, I have some bad news. Oh, no. We spent it. What do we buy? We bought TVs. Oh, yeah. Did somebody just send us a credit card and that was the whole telethon? That was the whole telethon. Well, I guess that worked out. I had forgotten that I got a new TV. Well... It was two years ago, so it's probably not that new now. Yeah. You got used to it. It's only 60 inches. Only. What am I supposed to do with that? It's not even 4K. I, it disgusts me to watch it. Every time I'm watching something, it's like ashes in my mouth. Throw it out. That's a good idea. And then we'll have another telethon. Help two podcasters get new TVs. <laughs> after we do the thing where we get new TVs. Right. After we put down the three cards and you send us televisions. Then we do something that's called the card of the week. Yes. And the card of the week is for everybody. And it's one card. So you get one shot. And then after that, we do an outro. And then after that, we go watch our new TVs. Yeah. Ben goes home and then I just sit and I just stare in disgust while I watch whatever new series Netflix released just today. And that's it. That's the show. And a healthy portion of what happens after the show. Yeah, that's pretty much all that's going to be happening until next week's episode. So know that. We just predicted the future. Weird. Without the cards. Okay, well, burn the cards because now it's just us. Psychics, Ben and Brian. Burn the intro because we used to be non-mystical hosts. Now, 
We're psychic. Yeah, we're like Doctor Strange. We're the magician's magician or whatever he's called. The Sorcerer Supreme. That sounds like a Taco Bell food. (laughs) Can I get a large Sorcerer Supreme and a Baja Blast Mountain Dew, please? Should we do it? Should we just... Jump go into leave Corner. this podcast and go get a Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> a Sorcerer Supreme and a Baja Blast. Yeah, we should do that. But instead, we'll answer the question first. Yeah, let's go into Queerance Corner. Here we are. If we go get a Sorcerer Supreme, did we not predict the future? Because we said we were going to just watch TV. Yeah, I guess that's true. And if a Sorcerer Supreme isn't available for whatever reason, then we could just watch Doctor Strange on Netflix, and then we still predicted the future. Okay. Because Baja Blast Mountain Dew is going to be available. It will be. So yeah, welcome to Ben and Brian's Psychic Hour. Here we are to answer someone's question. I also predict it's going to be closer to a half hour. Yeah, good prediction. All right. Well, here we are. Here we are in Queerance Corner. First caller today. It's Hannah. From Roanoke, Virginia. All right. And Hannah asks, how can I indulge my new fascination with the metaphysical through crystals and tarot without isolating the people I care about who value my rationality and skepticism? What a wonderful question. Just say non-mystical metaphysical crystal reader. Yeah, you slap that up on anything. You can say whatever you want. Also say for entertainment purposes only all the time. And that is how you avoid it. Also, just start a podcast. Yeah, these are just tips from pros, just general tips that could apply to anything. Yeah. But, just start a podcast. But for sure, if you just tell people it's not magic and then proceed to do the magic, everybody's fine with it. Well, if Hannah wasn't going to start a podcast, she'd I guess, be making a huge mistake. But if she was going to start a tarot podcast, that would, would be also a huge yeah. mistake because there would be a lot of legal action to follow. So maybe they <laughs> can only imagine the fury that the tarot bros could rain down on someone. Lawyers are standing by. <laughs> Those are our litigator bros. Our other podcast. Spoiler alert. Prosecution is real. (laughs) Let's go ahead and use these metaphysical tools and see if we can answer this question about metaphysicality. In a non-mystical way. Yeah, we're not doing it in any mystical way. The cards speak through us. And however you want to take that is how you can take it. We didn't choose this life. (laughs) You didn't choose this life. You, you forced it, it was on me. mandated. So the deck that we're going to use this week is the efflorescent tarot. Okay, it's big. It is big. Why did all these people look so sad? Uh, because the cards are so big, probably. Yeah, you get big chunky cards, and then you've got these people on the cards who appear to be extras from the Nightmare Before Christmas. They have incredibly long hands, well, long, long fingers. Ugh, there's like two extra knuckles on. Yeah, those they hands. all have like these long very horrifying fingers that is horrifying it's not bad it's just disturbing everybody in this deck looks sad well the hierophant's always gonna look sad he's a jerk let's look at the sun card okay okay that's a little happier still pretty morose it is very like the happiest the deck gets is neutral (laughs) well we're on a good track hannah to answer your question in a great way Two stars for this one. Two stars. And you now, shuffle it up and I'll recap the question. I'll try to shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> These cards are enormous. Just to recap, Hannah's question was, how can I indulge my new fascination with the metaphysical through crystals and tarot without isolating the people I care about who value my rationality and skepticism? All right, here we go. This one's for all the crystals. Flip. 
perfect. The magician. Good. We have the magician, which shows a magician with creepy fingers <laughs> sitting at a table with all of his tools. He's not doing the hustle. No, he's sitting, curling his hands on the desk. And he also has a shelf of other things in the background. He has all the tools. Even more tools than usual. And he's sad. He is very sad. I don't sad. know if Ben mentioned that. Well, he's probably sad because all of his friends think he's sort of a kooky metaphysical weirdo rather than just a rational skeptic magician. Weirdo. He's got a rat on his shoulder. I like the art on this. It just is sad. It is sad. And spooky. Halloween. A good Halloween deck. Yes. Five stars from Ben Noble. It's not quite it, but okay. So what's the magician mean here for Hannah in her past? I feel like it's about indulging in this fascination with the metaphysical. Like the magician, somebody who gathers up his tools, and then he then has to take the next step of like making something happen with those tools. Yeah, channeling that energy. I yeah. think the magician card here is kind of on the nose. It's the yeah. card saying like, there's no metaphor here. Yeah. You've been building up this aspect of yourself, and now you're ready to set it free. Yep. So let's move on to the present. Flip. The Seven of Coins. Which shows a young woman with a scythe in some sort of, what's what's it called? Like corn. Cornfield? Yeah, cornfield. <laughs> I didn't know it came after corn. Oh. I was going to say corn maze, but I was like, not all cornfields are <laughs> corn mazes. I guess they kind of are. Kind of, like, they're just very easy mazes. <laughs> and there's uh, seven coins in the cornfield. And the Seven of Coins is about waiting until hard work goes into fruition. Yes. Right? Yes, that's what it's about. I think the the hard work is coming from the magician. It's the effort you're putting into exploring the metaphysical world. It's the effort that you're putting into the metaphysical through your crystals and tarot. And now you are still kind of stuck. Like you've learned some of these things, but you need to know how to move forward with them. So the future, the only useful card that we draw. <laughs> yep. We have restated your question several times now. Flip. The star. Okay. So on the star, we have someone putting jugs of water into the ground. And it never quite makes sense why they're pouring water into the water. But here it could it could be the case that there is no other water. You think they're collecting the water? Oh, it's like a reverse thing? Maybe. The water is reversing into their jug so they can oh, take it away? No, like we just caught them like right oh, after they oh, scooped okay. I thought it was like a reverse out. movie thing. Well, what were you saying that there's no other water? Well, like it doesn't normally there's a lake, but the water depicted on this card could have come from the jugs. There's not that much water. Oh, I guess if you're assuming that it stops right yeah, where the that's what I'm assuming. <laughs> so it's just a puddle that, that they're making. Yeah, they're watering the reeds because <laughs> it's a drought season. And then there's a big shiny star in the sky. That's it. That's what I have. But I have an interpretation. Go for it. That's something that I have that's important. The star is all about embracing who you are. And what makes you unique and what guides you. I think that maybe what Hannah needs to do is not worry so much about convincing people that she's rational and skeptical and more embrace these things. Obviously, through the magician and the seven of coins, Hannah has spent a lot of time working on these skills and developing them and practicing and maybe just embrace that. Don't worry about what other people think about it. If it's what makes you happy, do those things and darn whatever other people might think of it. 
So you think start wearing wizard robes around. Maybe. And start shouting hexes at people as they walk by if they upset you for any reason. No. No. Only good magic. Okay. So blessings. Yes. Just shouting blessings at people as they walk by and don't make you mad. Yeah. If people make you mad, well, just ignore them. If you don't have something nice to magic, don't magic at all. I guess that's one approach. Another approach would be like whatever it takes to get the job done magic. Well, that might be your take. I'm non-mystical. Sure. Me too. (laughs) And this is only for entertainment. So let's circle back around and tell this whole story. Okay. Uh, We've got Hannah, the magician, in the recent past. You've been studying. You've been learning about these things. You love it. And you're learning to take that power and channel it into the world around you. And now you're waiting for that to kind of start paying off. You're waiting to see how that's going to affect the rest of your life. And the answer is that it's going to affect the rest of your life as much as you want it to. So just lean into that. And don't worry about what people are going to say about it. Just do the thing you're going to do because that's what the decision you have to live with. I think that's it. I feel like that came off like really aggressive. I don't think so. But Okay. I think it came off very warm and oh, strong and confident. Oh, now you're just trying to build me up. Thanks. Yeah. So I can tear you down later. Excellent. Hope that helped. I have a revision, Brian. Yeah. Three stars. Three stars. Wow. Three stars after the break. After the break. I've thought about it. I've considered it. Three stars. Excellent. Well, that is a very positive note to go ahead and say thank you to Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. And then I guess we'll just rush right into card of the week. Zoom on in. This week's card of the week comes from the 78 Tarot Carnival. And the 78 Tarot people are the ones that brought you 78 Tarot Mythical, 78 Tarot Aquatic. It was a space one. Yes. That one was Astral, I think is what that's called. And so this one's Carnival. I don't remember what order they came out in, but this is not the most recent one. Okay. And uh, it comes with an extra card. Yeah. Foresight, which shows a sort of renaissance woman with tarot. All right. Should I shuffle her in or should I keep her separate? Shuffle her in. Okay. Everybody now, gets a chance. The thing about the 78 deck is that it's so hard to rate because there's no consistent. Yeah. And so card. we pick one card. Oh, we do? By, well, I mean, we give it one card for card of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess we'll rate it on the basis of that card. Okay. So I'll. this card this is too big. This is also a ginormous deck. It's too big. I will have you know that I was playing some board game and there was a lot of card shuffling and I do the shuffling that you taught me to do where you, I mean, I call it butt to front because you don't want me to mix up your cards. Oh, so that they all stay facing the right direction. Yeah, they all stay facing the right direction. And then the game requires you to, it's Dominion. I'm remembering now it's Dominion. You shuffle your deck a lot and... My wife is just like mixing up the cards, but I'm doing the shuffle. She's like, why do you shuffle like that? Then your cards get all upside down and backwards and frontwards. And I said, no, they don't. Not when you shuffle back to front. So you are teaching people things. That's good. You're changing the world. It's with good your that I'm shuffling methodologies, bringing my love and light into the world. Let's, I can't shuffle this deck. And my what feeling, if we just do it where I spread out the deck yeah, in front of say, you? It's already shuffled. So my feeling is like we can just pick a random one. Okay. I'm just going to do this. All right. Flip. This is the card. It's the Hermit, which is a weird one. It shows a cat with 
huge eyes. A really sad cat with really big eyes. More sad people. Holding like a jar of fireflies and a bunch of like trash that people threw out from the carnival. The cat is outside of the circus. I don't know. The hermit is normally somebody where I'm like, oh, they chose to be alone. But this cat does not seem like it chose to be alone. Did not make that choice. That card reminds me of a similar card. I think the fool Mm -hmm. from the 78 astral, which is a cat astronaut in space with an ice cream cone, which I think was the card that we drew. Oh, really? When we used that deck. Okay. Well, it's the same artist for sure. Okay. What's the book say? Keywords, contemplation, privacy, solitude, insight. A young cat sits alone outside the circus fences with only the detritus left by the evening's attendees. He has abandoned the noisy, bright circus and escaped its distractions. He's gone as far as he can in this world. That's sad. Yeah. He chooses the peace and quiet of dark night to indulge in some soul searching. He's not completely alone in the dark, however. He's captured a firefly to light his way and bring wisdom. A discarded lollipop acts as a staff, representing his power over emotion and intuition, and on his own... He will find the answers he seeks and move on. This card reminds us that the world around us is chaotic and that we can get lost within it. There is a time to isolate ourselves, ignore all of life's distractions, allowing introspection and contemplation to guide us on the best way forward. So this week, I think, take some time alone. Take some time to yourself. Step away from the madness and the chaos and reflect. Use a lollipop as a staff. Yeah. Catch a firefly. Remember that this is as far as you're ever going to get in life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You've gone as far as you can in this world. Just keep telling yourself that. That is not the message that we are sending to our laws. It is a time to set yourself apart and to contemplate things and to use a lollipop as a staff. But this is not (laughs) as far as you're going to get in this world. If I'm rating the deck on the basis of this card alone, it will not get the best rating. So I will give the deck in full three stars. And I did see other cards that I liked better. Excellent. But this isn't your favorite of the 78 decks. No, I don't know which one is. Maybe the Astral. I think you very much liked the cat in space. That was a much more positive, happier. I mean, I shouldn't rate the card, the deck based on one sad card that we got. But watching you put this deck back, though, five stars. (laughs) Yeah, I I have like a one star ability to use a box. Well, that's it, Brian. That's all the advice we have to give this week. That's as far as we've come in this world. Yeah. As far as we're going to come. This is it. And so now there's really nothing left to do but the outro. So thank you very much to Hannah for your question. Good luck with your crystals and metaphysics. Yeah, maybe you'll come on as a guest sometime. Maybe. No promises. Yeah, we'll see what the litigation bros have to say about (laughs) it. And thank you very much to all of our lols for joining us this week for another engaging episode. And let's take just one moment of silence for any laws we lost along the way. All right, that's enough of that. Ben, where can they find us? Online at AmateurTarot.com. There, we'll post pictures of these sad cats and creepy long fingers. You can also ask us your questions there and be like Hannah. They can call us at 314-325-6047 or leave a text message. And if you call or leave a text message within 10 minutes of us recording this episode right now, you will get one sad cat that's gone as far as it can in this world. <laughs> there, It's just one of my cats. Yeah. And um, being my cat, 
is no great accomplishment. So moving on to another person would probably be really exciting for my cats. We have Twitter at Tarot Amateur, and we have Instagram at Amateur Tarot, and we have Facebook slash Amateur Tarot slash slash groups slash Amateur Tarot. (laughs) And that group, we post fun things. Mostly our laws post fun things. Yeah, our laws are all over it. I have Twitter, and I'm Zen Iron Man on Twitter. What's that like? Uh, I haven't been very active on it at all. I, we could probably take my personal Twitter, Twitter off. off of this outro. Okay. Well, what would we promote? I guess, yours, personally. I don't know. The only thing I do is this podcast and watch uh, my 60-inch television. And cry. And cry. Well, maybe we can get uh, a new one. With Misty's use our Patreon funds to buy you a new TV. Yes. Ben. I am still active on my website at makingallthisup.com where I help you pursue your passions and, and make more time for creative things in your life. Yeah, Ben is a like productive member of society. <laughs> we do have a Patreon. We aren't misusing your funds to buy Brian TVs. We're Yet. appropriating your funds to help us pay for the show because it's not free to keep the lights on in the attic. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It doesn't cost anything and it helps us out a lot. You did a really great job. Be- like asking, but begging. You're like, please, <laughs> please rate and review us. Yeah. Well, it feels really good to look at Apple podcasts. And then all of a sudden somebody is saying nice things about it. It is nice. Uh, so that helps us out a lot and we would appreciate it. And now item number nine. Thank you to surgeon Supreme. Is that what we said? What? <laughs> the sorcerer. Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> I don't know why I thought surgeon. Thank you to Taco Supreme. Burrito Supreme. Supreme just means with sour cream, right? Basically. Yeah. So thank Which you. Is weird. Thank you to Baja Blast Mountain Dew Supreme. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Magic, Magic is real. <laughs>